0: Welcome back to Climbing, an FSU podcast instant reaction from the Cheez-It Bowl 2023, Florida State versus Oklahoma. What a game. Florida State came out victorious by three, 35-32. OU played their toes off, but as Florida State fans, we have a lot to be proud of. We have a lot of guys to be proud of. Adversity. If there's any team that is able and willing and ready to face adversity, our Florida State Seminoles are definitely it. The game started rough. I really think we were lucky to not be down more than we were early. It looked as if Oklahoma might go up two, possibly three touchdowns. Uh, if you listened to my bowl preview a couple days ago, it was pretty much exactly what I what I called it as. Dylan Gabriel was a stud. The Oklahoma offense was very well prepared, very well coached by Jeff Levy. Florida State's defense struggled to contain the offense. I knew that Oklahoma would put up a lot of points. The one place I was dead, dead wrong was I believed our run game would be more effective than what it was. I would like to, uh, and I will, go back and watch this again, and we'll have a longer show later in the week that kind of recaps everything. But our run game did not really show up tonight until it did. And I am no different than everyone else. I've been on the Trey Benson bandwagon, but I never forgot our man Treshawn Ward. If you read anything I put on there, he, he's one I'm begging not to transfer. I'm hoping he stays. I hope, tonight, I hope tonight made him decide to stick around because he was the better running back of the bunch tonight. And, man, am I thankful that he, he showed out when he showed out. Big game by Johnny Wilson. couple drops, but we won't remember those. We'll remember the 200-and-whatever yards passing and the huge catch on that final drive. I did not think Jordan Travis did anything to make anybody believe he won't be one of the top college football players in the country next year. You could point at the one interception. I, I To me, I didn't like where he threw it as far as his low when you're throwing. We've got so many big guys. I don't see why, even on things like that, we don't go ahead and put it up. Put it up. You could throw it the exact same time in the exact same spot, but just put it up uh but as far as the timing and everything and again it was a fourth down it it the only thing i would say is if you're going to if you're going to throw a pick go ahead and throw it deep uh and and i don't think he was meaning to throw a pick you can see on the replay that was a heck of a break on the ball by the ou kid but that was the lone spot where you could look at jordan travis and say uh you know bad throw even going back into the to the early part of the game i do believe on that 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 incomplete was miscommunication with him and, and Micah Pittman early, and then with Deuce that, that was definitely miscommunication. I thought for the most part he put it on the money. I thought he put it on the money to McDonald early. I thought he put it on the money to Johnny Wilson. Um, I thought he played his tell off. We we have we have a Heisman candidate, Florida State Seminole fans. Now I do think you saw we've got our work cut out for us next year. You know I don't want to jump to next year. Let's let's finish recapping what we just saw. Um, I really thought our defensive line struggled, and, and again, no different than our run game struggled until it didn't. I was commenting that I think this, this showed that Jared Verse is quite not ready for the NFL, but then you know he goes and makes that very last sack that might push him to the NFL. It reminded me of a lot of the, last, uh, the Florida game with Jermaine last year. I thought it showed he's not quite as – and obviously Jermaine's a stud. He got drafted, he's playing for the Jets, and he's having a good year. But he wasn't as good against Florida's offensive line as he had been all year long. Jared Verse was not up for the speed and the quickness of the offense tonight. He did make two or three really big plays. But if you take his whole game as a whole, he he will not – I'm not gonna say he struggled, but I will say he won't stand out if you could remove the last play. Thank goodness we are we're not gonna remove the last play. And really, guys, I'm I'm talking him in. I'm I'm talking out loud, hoping he comes back because I think he just makes he makes our edge so much harder to um, to scheme. Do I think he's going to come back? No, I don't. I think that last play put him to the edge. I think that last sack to win the game against Oklahoma is going to push him to the NFL. And I hope he does great. Um, I, I, I question a lot of the coaching decisions tonight. And I know everybody wants to point at Fuller. Fuller was what Fuller's always been. And the defensive staff is what the defensive staffs always been they they really had no answer for the speed of oklahoma not just the speed of the of the offensive play calling but the speed on the perimeter i i i'm not gonna lie i expected us to look equally as fast at linebacker and in the secondary and outside of jamie robinson we did not i thought our linebackers looked slow I thought our secondary looked slow um we just looked slow, and this wasn't this. I, I, I watch a lot of Big 12 football, being from Texas. This, to me, was the best Oklahoma's looked. They were very, very well prepared for this game, and they played their toes off. That being said, we've got to get better. I mean, we've got to, we've got to get better. It, no, I, I, I don't know that we ever really adjusted to the perimeter threat that Oklahoma was putting on us and what a play call by Oklahoma on their last touchdown to run that running back back right straight to where we brought our people from and there was nobody home I'm telling you Jeff Levy I know him I played against his dad out here in West Texas years ago he's from the um he's from the Stephenville Art Browse coaching tree they know what they're doing they're really good at what they do and I think he prove that tonight if you're no U fan you have to feel good about your offensive play calling tonight now flip over to the florida state offensive play calling i'm the biggest mike norvell fan in the world he did exactly what i was afraid he would do he had too long in front of a dry race board we did not resemble who we have been all year this oklahoma defense gave up throughout the year i want to say possibly six ish yards per rush and we could not could not really ever get our run game going but we didn't run the run game in my opinion that we have been running all year throughout the first half and I all I ever saw I think we might have tried to hit Benson up the middle once everything else we were trying to get him on the perimeter and that's not who he is that's not who he has ever been that's not who Treshawn Ward is if we have any running back that has been able to get the perimeter on defenses it's Toa Feely. and I just don't understand. I knew we were in trouble from the first snap. And, when, and and I get everybody will argue with me, but on the very first snap of the game, when we have total in the backfield and we motion trade, I, we're, 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 why, why, why? I don't understand why we have to try to be cute. If you would go back and look at the last three years, when we tried to do things like that, we are 0% positive play. Zero. It never works, and I I I knew we were gonna do it. I said on the podcast, if that if there's one thing that worries me is that we've Mike Norvell and his staff have had too long to sit in front of a dry race board because you never lose on a dry race board. You always win, and that's it never translates. I did think in the second half we finally started running a little bit of what we do well, which in my opinion is the counter and a semblance of the veer. When we try to do the other stuff, um, I just question it. Now, he did have some great play calls down down towards the end. The Wildcat with Treshawn. See, that's something that our other running backs can't do. And people think you can just throw anybody back and take a snap and do that. I think we proved earlier in the year when we didn't have Treshawn Ward and we did try to put someone back there. I can't remember if it was Toa Feely or or Benson and the we may I think I think it was total and we fumbled the snap. Trawn Ward's really good at that. And man, that was a great call on the goal line. The uh, the screen to Benson into our into our side, into the boundary, huge play. And then the uh the the big the big man catching it down the seam, Douglas catching it down the seam when we actually split out our offensive linemen that that's an old high school play that we all try to run and man did Jordan Travis fit that thing in a tight window because if he'd have thrown that a little softer a little later that thing was going to get intercepted um and I'm so happy for Fitz magic what a turnaround he had this season can y'all imagine that we literally ble- just settled for a field goal to win our bowl game to get to, to 10 wins for the 25th time in school history. Go back to the third, fourth, fifth game when we would we almost wouldn't even kick extra points because we had no trust for him. And we literally just settled with the ball in the middle of the field, and I didn't agree with it. I didn't agree with it not because I thought he was going to miss it. I thought he was going to nail it. I didn't agree with it because I thought we were leaving OU too much time. I thought 55 seconds is way too much time. I wanted us to try to get the first down. I do think Jazz getting hurt – I hope he is okay. Um, I think that any time you have such a long injury timeout, it, it's going to mess up the flow of whatever you have going. So that that did factor into it. But I'm telling you, I texted my dad when all of our guys, um, especially when they went over one by one, before he went off the field, you saw a couple of O-linemen. You saw J, J, you saw JT come over. You saw Benson come over. You saw Treshawn come over. But then when the whole team came over, and I just texted my dad, I love this team, and – There's just – I just love them. I love the way that they care about not just each other. They care about the coaches. They care about the program. They care about the footprint that they're setting for for the future Florida State Seminoles. I just – I don't see how you can't watch these guys and really, really, really like them. Um, But we settled for the field goal, and he nailed it right down the middle. And then – that ten second runoff was huge. It reminded me of the Miami game last year at home when, when they were trying to spike it with two seconds, and I was afraid the officials weren't going to call it. Uh, I was afraid they were not going to let they were not going to call that ten second runoff. And thirty eight seconds to twenty eight seconds with an offense as potent as OU's is huge. And then them having to use the timeouts. And I did think about that early on. They did it in the first half too. They used timeouts in my opinion at very curious times, very early. And man, did it come up and cost them in the end! So huge, huge win for Florida State. I, I am so happy, but I'm so sad. Um, just I've even when Florida State has been bad, it's the highlight of my week is to get to watch these guys play. I think football season flies by; it goes by so much faster than any other sport. And college football specifically literally just flies. Excuse me, it just flies by. Um, So I am very, very sad it's over. But you can't ask for a better year to come from where we've come from. Ten-win season. Most of our stars are coming back, especially offensively and starting off LSU in the same stadium that we just were victorious in. Uh, we're Florida State Seminole footballs in a really good place. Now, I will have questions as to what we do defensively. I don't think Norvell will let Fuller go, but I don't think I will be surprised if he does. I don't think tonight's game if if there was any part of him that was thinking he might have to look elsewhere for a defensive coordinator tonight in my opinion, would have pushed him over the edge. But I don't know that Norvell is, is at, I don't know if he was even remotely even thinking about the edge. I don't know that Norvell thinks about Fuller the way that a lot of us think about Fuller. Um, so, like I said, I won't be surprised if he looks elsewhere for a defensive coordinator, but I'm not expecting it. I expect Fuller to be back. And, you know, I think Fuller's a good guy. He, he, he just needs to get better. Um, And and I'll be honest, Norvell needs to get better, but Fuller needs to get a lot better. And uh, we're going to miss Jamie Robinson, something fierce, man. What a a night by him. And, man, are we going to miss Pokey. Um, He has just been a pleasure to watch since he's been at Florida State. I I was a bit surprised that Lovett didn't suit up, so we actually did have an opt-out. I think that's what that was. And, you know, you really can't blame him because, really, up until the till Till Verse made that sack, Verse didn't help himself. And I, I do realize he made a few plays throughout the game, but if you really watched him close, he didn't help himself, in my opinion, for the majority of the night with his NFL um, stock. I do think that play at the end, you always remember the last thing you did, and that's going to help him a little bit. Uh, I, I don't see Verse going early first round. I don't see him going first round. It's kind of like the deal with Fuller. I I don't expect him to get drafted first round, but it wouldn't totally surprise me because he's a freak. I mean, he's a freak of nature. And so I do think a team might take a chance on him late in the first round, but I'm afraid he's going to be disappointed with where he goes. I'm afraid Fabian Lovett's going to be disappointed with where he goes. Um, I'm afraid Jamie Robinson's going to get disappointed with where he goes. And the only one of the three that I think legitimately should go is uh, Jamie Robinson. I don't think you can improve upon his season in any way. He's not going to get taller. He's stout as a, as an ox. He's not going to get any, I mean, yeah, you could put on some more muscle, but the dude plays his toe off and he would. If he came back next year, it would be a repeat of this year with a risk of injury. So I think he needs to go. If if I was Lovett's advisor, outside that he, you know, I mean, I know they want to go make the money, but in this day and age of NIL, I'm not sure they wouldn't make more money than what – I think he's different than verse. I, I don't think Fabian Lovett's going to get drafted in the first two, three rounds. Uh, I think it, he's a fourth-round guy. Maybe I'm totally wrong. <laughs> Um, I do think Verse will get drafted I'm saying second round but uh, and, that, and that is good money so I can't blame him but I do I do wish he would come back but I don't think he will offensively, though, we got a lot back. Hopefully our offensive line, if y'all remember going all the way back to the summer, we felt really good about our offensive line. We had a lot of depth. And, man, did they just started dropping like flies before the season ever started. I think, you know, I read the other day Caden Lyles is going to go into coaching, which I think is awesome. We, we should get Bless Harris back. Uh, I think our young guys have done a great job of developing. So my hope is we start with depth and keep the depth. This year we started with depth and we lost the depth. Curious of what our receiving room is going to look like. I don't think there's any way a lot of these guys, uh, not a lot. I think one or two of them are going to hit the portal because our room is just absolutely stacked. It was good to see Darian Williamson back getting some catches since he, he was, he's he been injured. I mean, every every game he's been able to play where he's been healthy, he has made a difference uh Malik McLean dropped one, but then came up with a big catch. Um, of course, Pokey is gone for sure. You know the one that I think is, and and, and I may get crucified for saying this, but I think Micah Pittman's going to have a hard time finding. If everybody was to stay, and Hakeem is what Hakeem is, and everybody develops, I think Micah Pittman struggles to stay on the field. I think he gets his punt returns. Um, the way that he stays on the field is because he ain't scared of all the dirty work, and I love that about him. He ain't scared to block you all the way to the sideline. Um, you know, I got frustrated, though, the time we tried to hit him, We I think it was on the left sideline, and we threw kind of a deep ball to him. He's not the guy for that. We have too many other guys that are the guy for that to be wasting a down on that. He's, he's great on that tunnel screen, and then I would run him on slants, stops, tunnel screen, and I'd let him block. And... That is what my commitment would be for me, and I would trust on third and three, third and four that if I needed to throw a slant in the middle of the football field, that dude ain't scared to go catch it. but the the deep stuff, the the sideline jump balls, the the post corners, that would not be that would not be what I would be throwing to him. Uh, and that's not a knock on him. I just think we have other guys that are better suited to their skill sets better suited to go make those plays. And then of course running back room I've I've said over and over I'm real curious what that's going to look like. I don't I just can't imagine a world that we keep Benson, Treshawn, Toa Feely, Rodney Hill and plus any any new ones that that show up. I just think one of them will go and it's not going to be Trey Benson. So I just, I don't believe it's going to be Rodney Hill, so it's going to be Treshawn or Toafeeli. And I don't want any of them to leave. (laughs) If there's a position that I'm attached to, it's those guys. Like, I love them all. And I think they all bring something different to the fold. Feely really didn't get to, to show out what he does tonight, but what he brings is totally different than what Treshawn brings. What Treshawn brings, in my opinion, is different than what Benson brings. So... Man, I wish they would all come back, but I think I, I I can't blame one of them if they go somewhere else and try to get more of a starring role. Um, we won, guys. I think some of this podcast sounded like we got beat. Props to Oklahoma. They played really well. They were coached really well. They did exactly what I said they would do. They came out and tried to win the game because they believe in what Venables is doing there in Oklahoma. So good job, Venables. Um you, the, and they had them ready to go, and they were, they were, they, in my opinion, were more prepared mentally than we were, and that was a real shocker to me. I am a bit afraid that we've spent the last month drinking our own Kool Aid, and that's going to be something that Norvell and our coaching staff has not had to coach. Is everybody patting our guys on the back, telling them how good they are and how great they can be? And trust me when I tell you, that is something that you have to to be aware of, and you have to coach around. Because you saw, I think we saw complacency tonight. We saw a team that just thought we're gonna be able to run for 250 yards, no matter what, because we are who we are. And and unfortunately, there's there was Alabama for a few years that could do that, but nobody else can. Even Georgia is gonna struggle. Ohio State, if, if they're gonna struggle. You gotta you gotta bring your A game every every night. And I think our coaches are growing, no different than our players are growing and our program's growing, but we need them all to grow up really fast because we do not want to waste this offense that we're going to bring back next year. Uh, It has a chance to be one of the best that, in my opinion, Florida State has ever seen in the history of their program, and I'm not being sarcastic. Um, So let's take care of our business. But, hey, for now, I'm going to go watch the Alamo Bowl. I'm going to go watch Washington and Texas, and I'm going to watch it In a very good mood. I'm sad. This game, I feel like we've been waiting for it for a month, but then I woke up to this morning, I was like, crap, it's already here. I don't want it to be over yet. I'm I'm anxious to watch it, but I don't want it to be over. Uh, To all my Florida State fans, I'll be back on here sometime next week probably. I do get my sons, and I don't usually podcast when I have my sons, but we'll go a little bit more in-depth to the game. And then after that, we'll start looking forward to the 2023 season, which starts. At Camping World Stadium versus LSU, I do predict that both teams are ranked in the top 10, at least the top 15, but I'm predicting the top 10, and I'm predicting there's Heisman talk all over that thing. So let's get ready to go. It'll be here soon, but for now, let's enjoy our 35-32 victory over the Oklahoma Sooners. The, rec- the, the, the series record is now 6-2. and two. We got revenge from when I went to watch them in the BCS National Championship many, many, many years ago. Uh, Jordan Travis, just anybody watching that game, if, if you were not a believer in Jordan Travis yet, you should be by now because that dude played his tail off. And, uh, man, is it fun to have six, seven receivers. Cause we just added some y'all don't forget we just added us, uh, we just added us a playmaker at tight end and another six seven kid at tight end florida state seminoles 2023 season finishes with 10 wins finishes with a bowl victory and as i say all the time we are trending in the right direction and in the words of coach norvell we are climbing thank you for tuning in and i will see you next time Thank you for tuning in to Climbing, an FSU Seminole football podcast. This has been your host, David Ritchie. The music that you hear is done by my son, Hayden Ritchie. If you like it, please hit subscribe and please give me good ratings. And please share it on social media because I would love to grow my audience. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.